they drink this beverage in its many exotic forms. Half coffee and half hot milk. I want to, I want to. I want to, I want to. I'll praise the Lord, Lord. and keep the faith. Only G.O.D. could be a king to me. If you love me, you got to represent him well. Believe the scripture. Thank you for tuning in to Macchiato's Music and the Scriptures. I'm your host, Martinez. Please subscribe to these podcasts on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Make sure that you subscribe and you share this podcast with your family and your friends. And also, share this podcast on your social media platforms, whether it be IG, Facebook, Twitter. It doesn't matter. A lot of people are looking for podcast recommendations. And if you've been rocking with me, we're going on four years now. If you've been rocking with me since the beginning, or maybe you got on later on in the game, but you've been faithfully listening for a while, I would ask that you recommend this to someone who's looking for some motivation, some spiritual understanding, some biblical understanding. I would ask that you share this with them. And all around, just let people know, hey, I really enjoy this podcast. It's real informative or or whatever, however you want to spice it up. You know what I'm saying? You can do that for only free 99. <laughs> but no, I appreciate you all for continuing to listen and to support this podcast. You are greatly appreciated. If you'd like to send me an email, please send your emails to mmsmedia314 at gmail.com. You can also follow me on all social media at mbills314. Well, we're getting closer to that time of year. Christmas time. We just celebrated Thanksgiving. And as the holidays always roll around, as they do every year. <laughs> you know, there's a um it's not always a good time for everybody. You know, of course I'm excited, you know, because you know you get the chance to be around family and friends, which is always a good thing. But whether you know it or not, there are people who don't necessarily have family and friends. Or there's people who have family and friends, but they tend to um like to stay to themselves or whatever have you. Uh, some people call it depression. Some people call it, you know, why well, you know, I have a mental illness or I have a mental condition or whatever have you. I wanted to speak to that today. I kind of wanted to deal with seasonal depression, depression, and just, I guess I could say mental illness in general, but there are a lot of different mental illnesses. So what I'm going to refer to today, I'm not necessarily speaking on behalf of all, although the word of God is a one cure-all for anything, no matter what you have or what you've been diagnosed with or what you feel like you may have. But I'm just saying all that to say, I'm not gonna go over each mental diagnosis. I really wanna focus in on depression and, and loneliness because that tends to be the one that seems to flare up during this time of year. And um, it's something that I've been noticing, just me being at work and me being out in public places and just kind of watching people reaction especially when you're in grocery stores you're seeing people paying for other people's food and you know people praying for people and people hugging people people just kind of having a sense of no hope but i think the people who have families tend to suffer from things that people who don't have families suffer from so the person who's on the outside who wants what you have thinks that they will be better off if they had it, you have it, 
or not you per se, but someone has that and yet they're still suffering with these things. Now, one thing that I come to understand is that, you know, of course, during biblical times with all the catastrophes and all the, the crazy things that went on in biblical times, especially in the Old Testament, I would like to think that, you know, a lot of them faced depression type situation. And one thing about depression is that it can try to come on all of us, but you don't have to receive it nor accept it. Now, I'm not talking about people who, you know, may have some type of chemical imbalance in their brain and they've been diagnosed with, you know, possible clinical depression or whatever have you. But even with that, I believe that God is a deliverer and I believe that God is a healer. So let's go to our first scripture. Let's go to um, Psalms 30 and let's look at verse 11. It says, you have turned for me my mourning into dancing. You have loosed my sackcloth and clothed me with gladness. This sticks out to me because it, this verse, and David's right, wrote this. And if you know anything about the story of David, David went through a very, very hard time. And uh, God called him a man after his own heart. But David was faced with a lot of different temptations, people wanting to kill him, just all these different things. So I'm sure you can imagine that he was going through a lot of mental anguish. But he wrote this um, by the Holy Spirit. It says, you have turned for me my mourning into dancing. This says that at one point in time, he was mourning. But it says God turned mourning his mourning into dancing now when you see someone dance or dancing in general brings forth gives you the idea of gladness happiness you know when people are sad you don't tend to dance dancing is kind of symbolizes fun excitement it said God turned that so you were one way, but God turned that and gave you dancing. And he gave David this during the time where there was nothing to dance about, but yet God did it. It says, you have loosed my sackcloth and clothed me with gladness. He had sackcloth on, but God took that off and gave him and clothed him with gladness. Deuteronomy 38 verse 8 it says it is the Lord who goes before you he will be with you he will not leave you or forsake you do not fear or be dismayed so seasonal depression an acronym for seasonal depression is called SAD isn't that ironic SAD seasonal affective disorder it says seasonal affective disorder is a type of depression that related that's related to changes in seasons and seasonal depression begins and ends at the same times every year. If you're like most people with seasonal depression, your symptoms start in the fall and continue into the winter months, sapping your energy and making you feel moody. Less often, seasonal depression causes 
depression in the spring and early summer. So I just read from you, I just read for you the definition of seasonal depression. And of course, as you know, as we get into, you know, the winter months and if you're in, you know, majority of parts of the world, during this time of year, it gets darker earlier, you know, so less light during the day and it's a lot darker longer. So, you know, when you get home from work about 534 o'clock, it's dark and darkness for a lot of people can bring a lot of dark thoughts and sense of loneliness, especially if you're single and then you're, you have married friends with families and you're watching stuff on television. And even though I'm saying families, I know everything is not equated to family. Like some people, I don't need a family. Well, we all need somebody and everybody wants and desires a family. God created us for fellowship. So if you're one of those people who say, I don't need nobody but the Lord, that's not true. <laughs> because God created people for fellowship. He didn't create you to be by yourself. You understand what I'm saying? But the powerful part in the verse that I read in Deuteronomy, he says that he will never leave you nor forsake you. Sometimes people get jobs in other cities. There, there are people that no one knows. Sometimes we go through bad breakups and, you know, for a while we had a routine of doing things and all of a sudden the breakup happens and we're no longer doing our routine and then we find ourselves by ourselves. Trying to figure out, well, what can we do now this year? Satan is going to always tell you the total opposite of what God says. The suicide rate during this time of year goes up. Satan convinces people to take themselves out of this world. And yes, Satan, because it's not, that's not a natural thought to take your life. No one sits home and just says, hmm, I think I'm going to take my life today. No, those thoughts are influenced by hell. So if you're listening to me and a thought like that comes, don't receive it. It's not from God. Satan will tell you, why don't you take your life so that you can go ahead and just go on, go on up to heaven. Don't nobody down here like you. You know, he'll just say all types of crazy stuff. But you listening to me, if you're dealing with what they call seasonal depression, you don't have to receive that. Every year during this time does not have to be the same for you. Just because a doctor said it or whoever smart said it. <laughs> Somebody with a degree or whatever. It doesn't matter. What does God say? So if you feel like you're lonely and then in Deuteronomy 31, he says that he will be with you and he will not leave you. You're never lonely. You may be alone for a period of time, but you're never lonely because the Lord is always with you. Psalms 3 and 3, it says, but you, O Lord, are a shield about me, my glory and the lifter of my head. God said he'll lift your head up. He's the lifter of your head. I just want to encourage you this episode. That's what it's all about. I just want to encourage you because Satan will use times like this to keep you down. That even when someone opens up their home to you, you'll 
rejected and just want to stay in your bubble once I'm just gonna watch Netflix all day and now it's the white man holiday anyway I don't nobody trying to go out here celebrate oh <laughs> just all these different thoughts man listen reject these fiery darts that shoot through your mind that if you're in a crowd or you're in a room full of people and you feel lonely resist that you might be saying how do you resist it open your mouth you ain't gotta be loud in front of everybody <laughs> but the bible says that death and life are in the power of the tongue and those that love it shall eat the fruit thereof so if death and life are in the power of my tongue then i'm going to open up my mouth and speak life when it feels like death so if you feel sad if you just feel like ugh, speak life and just open up your mouth and say i will not feel sad today the joy of the lord is on the inside of me you can say it right now I will not be sad today. The joy of the Lord lives and, and abides on the inside of me. And when you say that, watch how just even by you saying that, you'll, you'll just sense some strength on the inside of you. Remember, everything operates and comes from the inside out. Nothing that God does comes from the outside in. The Holy Spirit is in you if you are a believer in Christ. So everything that the Lord is going to do is going to come from the inside out. Let's go to some more scriptures. Let's go to Isaiah chapter 40, verse 31. It says, but they who wait for the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Are you feeling faint? Lord says, wait for him. What do you mean wait for him? Wait for him to return? <laughs> wait in his presence. Every morning or whenever your prayer time is, morning, afternoon, lunch, break, whatever, wherever. Just wait in his presence. Say, Lord, I need your strength today. I don't feel up to it today. The doctor said this. I don't have enough money. Whatever. My husband left, wife left, boyfriend, girlfriend left. Whatever the case may be. Kids are wilding out. I don't know what to do. Whenever we tell God that we don't know what to do, I believe he gets excited because he always knows what to do. And when we don't know what to do, that means that our hands are tied. So we have no choice but to trust him. And that's a perfect place to be. So I know when I'm in a position that I don't know what to do, I lean on the one who knows what to do. I'm telling you, if you do that, you will be a lot better off because you waking up every day watching Real Housewives of Atlanta every day. I love hip hop every day. You know what I'm saying? Ain't gonna cut it. Ain't, ain't no knock against them shows. You know what I'm saying? You like what you like, if that's your thing, whatever. But I'm saying, if you battling something that's like trying to take you out, you ain't got time to watch Love and Hip Hop. That's just added drama. Oh, look, people gonna be mad and say, oh, he said I can't watch Love. I didn't say, you can watch whatever you wanna watch. I'm just saying, that if you're really dealing with you know a depressive state or a lot of mental anguish and all those different things drama and all that is not going to help you you need the peace of god at this moment that's all i'm saying it's time and place for everything but um, if you're dealing with something this serious and you're listening to me yeah you need the peace of god John 16 verse 33 I have said these things to you that in me you may have peace in the world you will have tribulation but take care because I overcame the world so he already tells us in the world you're gonna have tribulations depression is a form of tribulation times hard to deal with times are hard 
things change. Prices go up, you know, things happen. But you know who never changes? The Lord. He's always there and faithful. You can depend on him with everything, with every fiber in your being. And you never have to worry about being disappointed. What's good, beautiful family? It's your boy, Dietrich Haddon, hanging out right here on Macchiato's Music and Scriptures, y'all. Keep it locked.
if you desire family or you desire like man i really need some fellowship like i'm in a new city and don't have anybody or you know things is kind of not right with your family this year because of maybe something crazy that you did or maybe you just don't want to be surrounded around whatever remember what god instructs us to do he tells us to make our requests known sure he knows what you have need of before you ask it but he tells us to ask even though he knows he wants us to make our request known you know the bible says that he that doesn't have friends show show yourself friendly or something like that maybe misquoting it <laughs> if i am i apologize but i know the scripture does say show yourself friendly so if you just have a person that you know no nah, i can't just be misquoting scripture hold on, let me get it that's bothering me <laughs> there it is proverbs 18 24 a man that has friends must show himself friendly and there is a friend that stick it closer than a brother let your request be made known lord i desire fellowship lord i desire family lord i desire you know i don't want to be by myself however i don't i don't really know your personal situation if you listen to me but only you know that i know there were times where i was in you know I had situations where I was used to doing things a certain way for a consecutive amount of years and then you know I was no longer with this individual and now I had to figure out okay now what I'm gonna do because the, the last five years I was doing this now I'm by myself again <laughs> I ain't been by myself in five years Lord now I'm a, I'm a full-blown adult like what am I gonna do but I had to go over these scriptures just like I'm going over them with you you know then my grandparents you know past and things like that and like oh man now i gotta, gotta get used to life without them because you're so you know you've gotten accustomed to of course your grandparents so you know life just transitions and things change and i had to lean on the lord to get strength and comfort from him and god always provides a ram in the bush meaning that there is always he always has a plan and that's what I want you to find your comfort in, is that God has a plan for my life. That's not cliche. That is a absolute fact. God has a plan for your life. I'm not just talking about your overall plan, like your destiny and your purpose. I'm talking about day to day season to season sunday to sunday he has a plan for you and deuteronomy reminds us reminded us that he's going he's never going to leave you nor forsake you or us he's never going to do that so the first thing that god did with me when i found myself in a position like i said when life changed and now i'm by myself and i'm an adult or older adult and you know doing things by yourself he actually showed me how to enjoy my own company you know i i started at the time i went to the movies by myself doing different things so i actually he showed me how to enjoy my own company not to the extent of i don't need anybody of course not but hey i enjoy my company i can my own company i can do this this and this and i'm cool with it but i also enjoy family so you know 
that's all that he's provided all of those things for me. So the only thing I'm saying is, is that ask God to help you enjoy your own company. Not to the point of isolation where you don't want to be around anyone because that's not healthy. But you do need to enjoy your own company. To the point to where you don't feel like you're going to harm yourself or you feel like, oh, don't nobody want me. All these different thoughts because these are all thoughts. Thoughts, ideas, and suggestions that Satan brings on to keep you pressed down. Now, I know we're in a day and age where People are being diagnosed with mental illness and not mental illness, for lack of a better term, it has become a fad in a sense. Because some people, you know, ain't depressed. They just check this guy short in that week. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, I got a mental illness. No, you just you just need some more money. That's all it is. You know, you get an extra hundred dollars, that little feeling you got is gone. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So yeah, we all go through feelings of sadness. That's that doesn't necessarily mean you're depressed. But a lot of times I think that's what a lot of people go through and they think like, yo, I have a mental illness and you don't. So, you know, of course, you see a lot of T-shirts that say, you know, depressed and then they break up the word and say, you know, depressed means actually press on, which is good and things like that. You know, you got people who suffer from anxiety or whatever have you and they wearing the anxiety shirts. Even that in itself, if you haven't been diagnosed by a doctor of these things, you this is just this is just temporary things that was brought on by a lack of material in a sense i'm talking about those people who have not been diagnosed by a doctor and like i said even if you're listening to me and you've been diagnosed by a doctor jesus is still the healer and i will encourage you to get these scriptures that i am speaking to you today and even some more that God will lead you to and confess them over and over. Read them over and over till it gets down in your spirit. You don't have to settle for anything, even if a doctor told you. When a doctor said I had asthma and then I got saved and I began to learn things like this about how Jesus is the healer. Jesus can take away these things. Jesus this Jesus I began to learn about all these different things so I applied it Lord I don't want asthma no more take this asthma away from me this shortness of breath and this wheezing strip it from my life I don't want it do I have asthma today nope where'd it go I don't know where it went I know I ain't got it Lord took it <laughs> I don't got it I'm not seeing check and see where it went all I know is that the Lord took it when doctor said I had mild scoliosis in the back when I was a teenager, the spine, my spine curved a little bit in the middle. And I began learning these things. I lay hands on my own back. Uh-uh, I, I don't care if it's curved even a little bit. I don't want a curved spine. I want a straight spine. I want a however it was intended. A spine was intended to be. That's how I want my spine to be. And I prayed and asked God to heal my spine, heal my back. And I began to work out and do some little things or whatever, and it's gone. I just had to say is that I was just one that I never wanted to settle for anything that was given to me or someone told me. Because if I knew that the Lord said I don't have to have that, then I don't want it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So 
And by me saying he stripped it off, of course, this is a podcast. So how I say it is not like I just got to strip it off and it fell off the next day. I'm just saying that I presented that to him because I didn't want it. And eventually it was gone. But I wasn't looking for it every day for him to take it. I just knew that you just kind of thought about it one day like, wow, I don't suffer from this and so forth anymore. You know what I'm saying? So it's just simply believing God. That's all. Using your faith, your trust and confidence in God, believing for better. We all should be believing for better. And like I said, with you and these different seasons and the season changes, you know how I was reading, we was reading this definition talking about, you know, it can spiral over even to the spring and summer. Uh Uh-uh, ain't no spring and summer, nothing. Depression, uh uh-uh, we're done with all of that. And what we're going to start doing is we're going to make our requests known before God. Now, God cannot lie. So if you make your requests known before him, it's not falling on deaf ears. Remember, the Bible says if we pray according to his word. He hears us. And if, he, and if we know that he hears us, we know that we have the petitions that we desired of him. God wants to take care of us. God is concerned about us. But you do. We do have to be patient. The Bible says through faith and patience, you inherit the promise. So it's one thing to have faith because you got to have that because you, you know, but you got to have that patience, man. And I've been there sometimes you may you may cry a little bit. Go ahead and get it on out. Just cry it out. It's, it's all right. But once you finish crying and once you wipe those tears away, know that you have a savior that has your best interest at heart and is waiting on you to come before him to make your request known. You may cry even presenting your request. That's that's fine. We need a good cry every now and then. But he doesn't want us to cry and and lay in our feelings, so to speak. Put purpose to your tears. So the feeling is there, the you know what I'm saying, the anger or whatever, cry it out, man. But cry before the Lord. Let him wipe your tears. Let him fix every area of your life that you feel need, that you know needs fixing. Let him do it. I told you I'll stop listening to social media when it comes to Jesus. The world hates the Lord. The world doesn't want Jesus. They don't want nothing to do with him. So however they can try to spin it, that's that's the judge. That's, I mean, that's what Satan does. So you don't get your information about the Lord from the world. The world doesn't know God. That's why the Lord says that for us to be around those of like precious faith. So you need that you should be around other believers to help build you up. You don't want to be around a bunch of people who don't even want to know the Lord or they just doing their own thing. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, you want people you want to be around people who who's going to ignite your faith. Because we all come from different walks of life. So all of us have many different testimonies that can possibly help each other. That's one, and that's one of the main reasons why you should be going to church. For fellowship. To get a clear understanding of the word. I remember growing up, you used to always hear people say, that's why you gotta know that Bible for yourself. <laughs> and they were just saying that like you just you just gonna pick the Bible up at home and read it and get an understanding. Nah. 
you need some guidance. We all do. It's all right. We all need a pastor. That includes you that's listening to me. You're not your own pastor. You need a pastor. God gave up, gave us pastors. That's just one of many um, ministry gifts that he gave to the body of Christ. But if we didn't need a pastor, he there would be no sense of him giving us pastors. When he says, I'll give you pastors after my own heart, he, that, that's what he meant. God doesn't do anything without purpose. Proverbs 17, 22 says, a merry heart does good like medicine. Laughter is going to help you a lot. You have to laugh. Find something to laugh at. And you may be saying, well, that's why I watch Love and Hip Hop, so I can laugh. <laughs> Listen, man, if that's where you get your laughs at, laugh on. But I just think it's full of drama. But anyway, um, but laugh, man. Laughter does good like a medicine. And you know what? It's cheaper than medicine. Laugh. Find something to laugh at. Laugh, laugh, laugh. So like I said, maybe it is a TV show. It's something. But you should laugh every day. Now the Lord be dropping gems in the scriptures. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is free medicine that a doctor can't prescribe. A doctor's not going to tell you to go home and just laugh. But you need to laugh. It's going to heal you. Whatever part of you need that needs healing, laughter mixed with the other things that we talked about today is going to cure you of whatever it is you got to the extreme to the non-extreme. Laughter is a blessing. Listen, God didn't have to put that in here, but he put it in here because he wanted us to know. Laughter does good like a medicine, the scripture says. So if you seemly, if you seem to be going through a hard time, find something to laugh at. And a good place to start is probably the devil. <laughs> laugh at him because he thinks that he's got you. But I'm here to remind you that he's a liar. And that's something to laugh at. Because he thinks he's going to win. He knows his outcome already. He tries to convince us of our outcome, but our outcome has been decided too. And that is we win. Every battle, every obstacle, we are victorious. We have been licensed to win in this life. Don't let Satan tell you otherwise. Cast down those thoughts and imaginations. You are not whatever he says you are. You're not that. You are what God says you are. If this podcast has been a blessing to you, please share this with your family, your friends. Remember, you can follow me on social media at mbills314. You can also send your emails to mmsmedia314 at gmail.com. Remember these words from the book of Romans, chapter 3, verse 4, latter verse. Let God be true and every man be a liar. Until next time, I'm out.